Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good evening, my friend. How are you on this fine day, February the 21st, year of our Lord 2024? Dude, it is great to be back from vacation. I'm feeling rested. Uh, we did a great show with my mom last week. Hope folks got to hear that. And dude, it's great to be back in the seat. How are things up in Los Angeles, California? Los Angeles. Yes. While you're cavorting around doing your vacation thing, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm in the hot seat, uh, trying to pay my taxes, stay out of the gunfire range, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, and doing a little spraying of graffiti in, in downtown. Cause that's what oh, everyone's man. doing. Bring your Get spray can, head to downtown yeah. and do it up. <laughs> exactly. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Hey, uh, everybody. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for checking out the Rant and Ray podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. We try to give you the best of the best in about 20 minutes, oh, give 20 or take. Minutes. Yeah, connect the dots. We're all about, for new listeners to the show, we're all about synthesizing a lot of information out there in a short period of drive time, we call it 20 minutes, and just connecting the dots because, as we say all the time, there are no coincidences and there are no conspiracies, right? So. Let's have at it, buddy. Um, let's dive into some 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 nationwide political action because yeah. it's heating up big time every big day time. between now and November fifth. Yeah, twenty twenty four is going to be exactly two hundred and fifty seven days to go until President Trump is reelected. Let's start, let's start the clock now. <laughs> how many how much is that in minutes and seconds? Two hundred and fifty seven <laughs> days, five hours, fourteen minutes, and forty nine seconds. I'm watching the election clock right now, buddy. Let's do it. We got a nation to save. Hey, um, South Carolina primary is this Saturday. Yes, I think we're yep. going to finally be able to kick uh, uh, Nemrata, Nemrata. Mm -hmm. to the curb officially. Uh, I've Boy, have I had an, enough with her. Uh, Donald Trump, I know it's not your favorite network these days. The the uh, the Fox News uh, news for network. stupid people. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But still, on its on Murdoch. its worst day, it's still better Borders. than MSNBC. Borders. Can we yeah. just say that? Well, yes. Well, dude, that's a pretty low bar. It's bar. a low bar. The bar yeah. is super, super low. You compare it uh, to Rachel Maddow, really? Seriously? Yeah, I know, <laughs> not a good comparison. But anyway, Laura Ingram, uh, who I met once in person, uh, hosted the town hall event. And you know what? I must admit, even from four years ago, uh, Trump's demeanor. Yeah, the way he expressed is so much calmer and level headed. Yes. And I think that was a smart I just I just know that he internally said to himself, hey, I got to chill. I just be chill yeah. so that he's the one that's the most rational, logical uh, to you. Because, hey, I hate to say it. Well, he had a, we got to appeal to the, the suburb moms, the soccer moms. Yeah. And, and not scare them off. So that's very smart. And I just, I just think he obviously has the momentum. I think he's going to win by thirty-five points. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, thirty, thirty-five Saturday. points. South Carolina, no problem. Nimrata will still stay in the race. The globalist rhinos still want her to stay in, even though mathematically she won't get pushed out until Super Tuesday. And by that point, which is a couple of weeks after South Carolina, then there's no way she could even beat Trump mathematically. But they will keep her in just because they want to keep her in. She's the only non-Trump option for the globalists, right? So she's going to stay in. And by, by the way, Dave, just since you mentioned the appearance on um, on uh, Fox News, the town hall for Trump the other night, did you see that when Trump pulled out of his breast coat pocket, the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution? Mm -hmm. So I was watching this live and they were talking about his trial in New York and the judgment and the civil trial and all the rest of it. And he, he's like, oh yeah, Laura, let me just pull this out of my pocket here. This is the Eighth Amendment, uh, December 15th, 1791. And it says the following, quote, the United States Constitution protects against imposing excessive bail, excessive fines or cruel and unusual punishments. 
Well, I think I call that an excessive fine. $500 million. Yes. And in New York, the way they've got it set up is you apparently you, you have to, quote unquote, pay before you can even appeal. That's right. You got to pay Which the interest. Just, you got to yeah. take the bond out, pay the interest. His, his lawyers have already said, if they're not said it publicly, it's coming out soon. But if he will pay. He will do that while it's on appeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, by the way, bonus news. He's going to make about $4 billion because his... Uh, company that owns Trump Media Technology Incorp, that owns Truth Social and everything else, is pu- it's going public into a yeah. SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company. His stake is going to be worth $4 billion once it hits the public <laughs> market. So yeah, pay a lot off, rounding errors, like 10% of what he's going to make on that. So big whoop, bring it. So, yeah, between that and his high top sneakers he sold last weekend. He's oh, right. Dude, I went online to try to get some. You can't even get them. They were sold out in like in like five minutes. You can't. They're like $300 each. You can't even get them. It's crazy. I love it. I love it. Um, and um, I love the support he's getting. Oh, by the way, real quick, the, the best line he had at that uh, town hall was um, the best revenge is going to be success for everybody. That's great. Yeah. Because they were kind of, well, you know, you said you want revenge, blah, blah. No. And he, the cl- great classic Trump response, the best, the best way to, to get revenge is just through success Absolutely. and then bringing everyone together. So I love that. Yep. But also, did you hear about the truckers now saying hey, oh, they, yeah. refu- they refuse to drive into the Big Apple? Oh, yeah. There's some great viral videos going around with all the independent truckers who are the ones that really run the country. And actually, yes. this happened with Colorado a few years ago. And the Colorado uh, governor made fun of the truckers. And they were like, oh, really? You think so? You're going to like you're going to make fun of us? OK, here's what's going to happen. And they totally shut down the state. So independent truckers are now boycotting driving goods and stuff into new york city we'll see where that goes but hey it can't be helpful uh, you know can't, it can't be a good thing i I, th- I love it because you know for us it ties into what's happening in europe with uh, one country after uh, another oh, country's yes. farmers and yes. next now it's uh, Gre- uh greece yeah so now the farmers in greece have said hey we're also on this uh, protest bandwagon we're going to show them what's what actually driving to the capitals, dumping their manure and other stuff right onto the front steps yeah. of the globalists saying, hey, yeah. uh, we ain't eating bugs and we don't want anyone else to be eating bugs. You know, take that's this. where I take a page out of the playbook of the Europeans. I would be all in favor of dumping a you-know-what load of manure on Letitia James and Alvin Bragg's front door. I think that's a wonderful, wonderful idea. I, I love it. Uh, of course, you know, on a typical New York day, that's probably, you can't even tell the difference. Like if you dumped a ton of garbage in front of that, it looks just like any other day, wouldn't it? No, maybe not. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you got you had some kind of, I want to get to some Cali uh, news yes, in a second, but you had something else that was pretty heavy that just dropped, Yeah, right? just a little bit of breaking news that just came up before we were in the pre-show. Uh, this is uh, FBI kind of deep state, administrative state related news breaking in the last couple of hours. So I'll just read you the headline. Uh, the FBI hired a guy named Alexander Smirnov. He was an Israeli citizen 14 years ago to spy for the United States. He was contractually allowed to break the law on the FBI's behalf when he alerted the FBI that Joe and Hunter Biden were receiving millions of dollars from Burisma. Uh, that's, of course, the, the, the Ukrainian uh, gas operation. The FBI buried the report. Now the Congress has it because of whistleblower. Uh, and Biden and Biden's DOJ is doing what? Prosecuting Smirnoff. So to add insult to injury, the DOJ didn't want to give him bail because the FBI paid him so much over the years. His net worth is now like six million bucks. So net, you know, message to whistleblowers: keep your mouth shut, or you're going to go to jail. Uh, just an unbelievable story about how the deep state never lets you off the hook. No, you're uh, any, you know, that, and that's their intention, isn't it? If you're any, if you think you're going to step up and be any kind of a whistleblower, 
they're going to come after you. Um, yeah, 100%. Uh, and you do not want to be crossing the Clintons more than anything else. Uh, as a side note, <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been we've showed that we've told everyone about that list. Um, okay, oh, let's do yeah. some Cali. Let's get some, some brief Cali news because you know we live here. Yeah, and you know they say where California goes, goes so goes the rest of the nation. Got yeah. it. That's well, they true. try to. Yeah. Um, so we have a this real quick quick Senate race uh, update yep. for everybody. Um, one of the most famous Los Angeles Dodger baseball players of all time, Steve Garvey, is running for Senate out oh, here. Yeah, we have not him, even yeah. mentioned that yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, as Republican, guess what? He has no chance in hell. We yeah. know that. It's sad, <laughs> but that's the, the fact. Yeah. Um, my initial thought is he's he's just way too soft. He's way too nice. He's way too much of that 1980s get along shuffling the feet type Republican. Right. Um, he's just kind of regurgitating some some talking points. That's right. Um, they got this uh, jungle primary out here, so at least we're hoping, which is only in three weeks, that mm. he somehow gets in the final against. Guess who's running against? Pencil next Schiff, the, oh, yeah. the congenital, the, the repeat liar. Yeah, is going trying to run from. But both, all the Dems out here love him, so Schiff will get Schiff will get that Senate from Congressperson to Senate. Yeah. yeah, and so hopefully it's going to be a one on one against those two guys. Yeah. Uh, I but it's, I, it's can you believe it? Schiff's going to be our senator unless Steve Garvey pulls a miracle out. And even he's then, get, Garvey's yeah. he's not he's not MAGA. He's gonna, no Schiff. look. It's gonna Schiff is going to get the Senate seat, right? I mean, it's yeah. basically just moving the chessboard. It's moving the chessboard from one you know ridiculous Democrat in the Congress from what to one ridiculous Democrat in the Senate, yeah. and you know he's they're taking Feinstein's you know seat. So it's like it's it's a it's a tit for tat. It's not it's yeah. a zero sum game. So. From our perspective, strategically, really doesn't matter. Um, I, I, Dave, I got a couple of funny. I got a, just prepping for the show today. I came across some hysterical California stories. So here's three quick hits. And for the folks at home who may not live in California, which is a lot of you, because we have hundreds of thousands of listeners across twelve countries, you know. But we bring you these stories because, as Dave said, sometimes where California is heading, that gives you a sense of where these things are going in other parts of the country or around the world. Um, Here's the headline over on Fox News, Dave. You're going to love this. Democratic Senate candidate, <clears throat> and this is uh, this is Barbara Lee, uh, Democratic Senate candidate, sticks by her call for, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, $50 minimum wage in California. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she thinks that $100,000 a year annual salary is a fair living wage in California. Well, yeah, guess why you think that? Because your ridiculous policies have made this place so freaking expensive to live in, you need $100,000 to be considered poor. So that's why you think that. I mean, it's just $50 an hour. I mean, holy So, so a typical Big Mac uh, meal deal now is like literally $17 in California? Yeah. yeah. I wonder how much it's going to be when you start giving fast food workers $50 an hour. Your Big Mac special is going to be like $80. Well, there's going to be no people. So they'll, they'll, they'll move to the same. You'll have two different sets. You'll have the in and outs where everyone's going to go and we love in and out. And then you're going to have fully automated McDonald's with nothing but app, with iPads there. And actually, I've been to a yeah. couple of these where there's just no humans. The, no. the only humans there are flipping. There's like two people in the back flipping burgers. And soon there'll be machines for that. And basically, oh, yeah. it's just all iPads up front. You don't deal with any humans whatsoever. So that's the I, way it's actually, going. I, I kind of like that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought you might. Now, a couple of other funny stories, Dave, on the California side. This is on the Daily Mail, uh, actually a great UK publication. Headline, nearly all of San Francisco's new 350 beds for the mentally ill are empty. And you think to yourself, well, why is that? There's so many mentally ill people there. The homelessness, there's you know, 60,000 on the streets. Crime, drugs, Tenderloin District, it's crazy. Why are all the beds empty? Because they can't get anyone to work there. 
<laughs> Nobody wants to work in San Francisco. So they basically spent $30 million, Dave, on this facility, and they can't hire the staff. Nobody wants to be there. So that's, uh, he, there you go. He, even Charles Barkley, the, the famous basketball player, now announcer, came out and said, hey, you can't even walk down San Francisco without a yeah. bulletproof vest, and, and he never wants to go there. And they were shutting him down uh, when he was doing his live broadcast on the NBA uh, yeah. uh uh, pro pro game a yeah, couple exactly. days ago. So so there you go. So that's just like another classic. You know, it's, it's, it's like the homeless thing. They spend a hundred million dollars in an apartment facility, and then they can't afford to you know staff it. And then the third day, uh, last one I have yeah. is, uh, and I'll throw it back to you, Angelinos. Here's the high. This is from Los Angeles Magazine uh, here in LA. Uh, headline: Angelinos want the high rise graffiti to stay. Poll shows. So <laughs> as you told me earlier, there, there's this amazing skyscraper development in downtown LA. I think it's like 27 stories and basically it's covered in graffiti. Every single glass pane on the building yeah. is cut. And they basically did a survey of like 1800 people and they said, yeah, we want the graffiti to stay. We like it. And apparently this was a developer who ran out of money and the building's vacant and empty and he just walked away from the project. But the people in downtown LA said, yeah, we prefer the graffiti and for it to be empty. So there you go. There's Los Angeles for you. In, in a nutshell, yeah, the developer walked away, the homeless moved in, the spray cans came out. Oh, fun. What's, talk about a, a beautiful skyline with the graffiti-covered building. I don't think so. Uh, one step forward, five steps back. Exactly. Um, yeah, okay, let's break into some more real All quick right. political uh, news on the, on the yeah. water scope. Uh, we got? didn't talk about CPAC. So, you know, we, we try oh, yeah. to tell everyone to expose yourself if you have time. That's the question. I mean, it, but anyway, right now, starting today, all the way through Sunday in right. D.C., the conservative conservative political action committee, a.k.a. CPAC. It's really good now. Trump goes every yeah. year. In fact, he's going to be speaking on Saturday. There, Given I believe. The keynote. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even just today, uh, while I was working, I was watching some of the interviews. Uh, Rick Grinnell was there. Yep. Um, uh, who was the British guy that we love? Um, uh, yeah, Nigel. So Nigel Farage, who brought Brexit Nigel. to Britain. Uh, many, uh, you know, ambassador types actually from countries all over the world. Hungary, uh, Japan. Yeah, Hungary. Viktor Orban had a representative there, the Prime Minister yep. of Hungary. Uh, Argentina, actually, the new guy Millier. He's showing up on Saturday. But oh, he yeah. had a representative there today. Uh, uh, Grinnell, as you mentioned, former ODNI head and ambassador to to Germany. Uh, Trump will give the keynote. Bannon's, uh, I think, doing the closing remarks on Sunday. But just a great way to connect with like-minded people. There's a total virtual access. So any of our listeners, just go to either Real America's Voice or to the Getter. Um, and you can watch live streaming of basically everything and just get involved. Get involved any way you can. It's really a great eye-opening experience. You know, we're kind of used to it, uh, me and Frank, because we're, you know, it's, it, we kind of surround ourselves with all this. But just to have a free-flowing dialogue of the important issues and how other other countries are dealing with it, because even Japan now has to deal with, you know, the Islamic hordes coming in, and and right. and they're even having their own protests because of that. So we all face the same issues, just some heavier than others. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we de- definitely encourage everyone to check out some of the highlights. Um, uh, one rather quick uh, political. You talk about the VP op- thing on CPAC there. You yeah, let's talk about that, the yeah. VP this second. Yeah. But I do want to mention that uh, talk about influencing uh, our election. George Soros, of, he, always at the top of the list. Yeah. You know that he just bought 
Yes. A gig- the second largest radio network in this country that no yeah. one even talks about. And it's obviously it doesn't have the pull that it used to. Yeah. But he dropped and this is a money losing operation, but he doesn't care, obviously. Doesn't so he dropped yeah. he brought four hundred million. It's a it's a penny for him. Uh and now I gee, I wonder what he's gonna do with all those uh networks. Uh it's owned by a company called Odyssey, A U D A C Y. Uh, like I said, second largest network of radio stations. It's already in bankruptcy, but he doesn't care. Yeah. So on a dime for the next 10 months, it's going to be wall-to-wall propaganda. Totally. And it's just one of the many ways these people are vipers. And um, are. you just have to be ready for what they wrote. They roll yeah, they're satanic. Us. I mean, they're totally satanic. And by the way, I'm not sure if you remember, Dave, he did exactly the same thing in the 2020 election cycle, right? So about a year out of the 2020 election cycle, he did the same thing. Mm. He bought a constellation of, um, no, you remember it, right? Hispanic, right. Latin American radio stations that covered both the United States and Mexico. So you basically can promote the whole migration, open borders. That's his whole thing. Oh, that's his, that's his, you know, it's his institute is open borders. Orders. And so he could promote that whole mindset all over the North American continent and Central wow. America and around the world. So, yeah, it's amazing. By the way, Laura Loomer is doing some great work down there in the Daring Gap before I forget. She's amazing, so, yeah. amazing reporting. Shout out to Laura. Uh, you know, just fantastic coverage of these migrants. No, they're not. I, I, I even drown in saying myself. Yeah. All of these illegals flying into Colombia and Peru, non-visa nations from China, getting paid by you, the U.S. taxpayer, through the U.N., going to camps, coming across the Darien Gap. It's a 60-mile jungle, crossing a river, and then getting on 15-hour bus rides up to Central America and then catching a train through all of those countries, Nicaragua, et cetera, into Mexico, and then over our border. Uh, It's all being paid for thanks to you, John Q. taxpayer. Oh, I'm so happy that my my money's going to a good cause like that. Oh, and even just in the last two months, we're saying that the number of uh, Chinese males that have come in through the southern border, all-time high. All-time high. All all tied into the CCP, all doing the bidding of the CCP, whether they're selling marijuana in Maine with their giant farms. Right. Uh, They're the the number one marijuana grower out there in Maine. You know, uh, setting up bioweapons labs near Sacramento. Covered that one as well. Yeah. So all of the above, right? So drugs, bioweapons labs, um, asymmetrical warfare, technology. And if you look at these people, and by the way, I want to remind listeners, it's not like you can just jump on a plane in Beijing and come to America, okay? You can't just jump on a plane and go to P- Peru or Colombia. You've got yeah. to have the government's permission to leave the country. If you're a Chinese national and you don't have a citizenship from another country, the government has to bless your departure, okay? That's just fact. So these people have all been sanctioned by the, the CCP to leave China. Correct. And they're coming for a reason, right? I mean, they're either technology experts, infiltration, covert or overt, either overt terrorist activity or cyber uh, or what have you. It's all of the above. And there's no children. There's no women. They're all fighting age men and they're all in very good shape. And just as folks at home, look at their shoes, look at their clothes, look at their physical build. You see these guys, they're like tight. Right. They're athletic. They're fit. They have abs. There's I mean, these are not <laughs> these people are not starving. You know, bring us your tired and huggled masses. These people are here to do us harm. They are. Um, I think that's the tie in that they are all hand selected, I would say, from the CCP and 100%. Then, uh, working with the uh, the Mexican cartels yeah. uh, to come on in. Hey, while you're here, dump off some fentanyl and then head up to Maine and start selling some weed. And, and yeah. we'll be, you know, we'll have a party. By the way, I, just since oh. you mentioned those two in the same breath, Dave, I do want to say just as a bit of a PSA, they are now finding tons of uh, marijuana 
laced with fentanyl out yeah, there. See, that's... So that's the new thing that's happening. So please, for any parents out there, if you have a you know older teenager or whatever, or some goofball who's like experimenting, one little hit of pot on a little uh, you know pot stick or whatever they call those joint, things now, yeah. joint or whatever they use, uh, that could be it. That could be the end of your life. Here's one little way to fight back, and this is just one tiny example, but the Iowa Senate... Okay, just passed a bill that creates tighter restrictions on landowners of foreign entities, basically wanting to keep the Chinese uh, party out of buying land, which they've done. They're like the third biggest landowner in America now, it seems like farmland. And this is but first off, it just says tighter restrictions. How about just saying no? And two, this is just Iowa. This should yeah. be a this should be a this has to be a national discussion. I know Donald Trump has talked about it a bit when he was president, but this has to be full court. We have to uh, through our own uh, yeah. legal means. Yeah. require the CCP to sell back all this land immediately. Yeah, It can be done. Just say, no, we're taking our land back. Go away. Just go away. National security declaration. It absolutely can be done. Clear and present danger. There's plenty of ways this can be done by executive action. We don't even need laws uh, to do this. And oh, by the way, Dave, if you or I as a U.S. citizen wanted to just fly over to China and buy land, guess what the answer is? Go pound sand. You can't just go buy land in China. You can't just go buy in businesses in China. Oh, I want to buy 100,000 acres in China. Uh, no, you can't do that. But they can come over here and do exactly the same thing. And oh, by the way, right next to a military base. They would probably capture me and force me to make uh, iPhones all day long. That's what they would do if I was got over there. What's that Foxconn, or, or, that or company we, over there? Foxconn, yeah. Or we could broadcast the show from over there. That would be funny. Yeah, Dave, Dave, faster. Make those iPhones faster. Let's yeah, go. faster. Come on, crank it up. Yeah, exactly. Hey, speaking of uh, dissidents, um, we didn't talk uh, touch on this other in our last – there was just so much that been going on in the world. But um, Putin's not a nice guy. We all know no, that. bad guy. Okay, yeah. we're, we're not pro KGB Putin. head. No, bad guy. I, I just, I just – I hate the fact that we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars and uh, uh, pushing this war over three – provinces in eastern ukraine yeah that uh, and they all speak russian over there okay that's yeah. that was my beef but anyway yeah. um we, we one of the more more well-known dissidents uh navalny alexei navalny yeah died in soviet gulag um this right. is this story right. has been repeated for the last 80 oh, all the 90 years wing, over and over and over zealots are all on top of this story right now yeah, yeah as like it was donald trump's fault because you know because putin had this guy offed um i think in many ways if you want to take a, another look at it Navalny, who pushed back on the Russian authority figures, is very much like a Donald Trump figure on a yeah. much different scale. Right. He basically he's a, he's a democratic activist. That's yeah. what we are. We yeah. you know we're First Amendment. We 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 want we want the truth to come out. And so you know I think in their own twisted way, the left is much more in line with Putin's tactics. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. We've seen that since the Jim Crow yeah. era. Whether it's race, whether it's promotion of of that, and and again, I think Dave, you have a term for it. It's called mirroring or something like that. I mean, whatever they say, we are projecting. That's yeah. what projection. Yeah, that's what that's a classic. That's a classic fascist. Uh, Marxist tactics. So whatever they say we are. So anytime Biden opens his mouth and says something that we are, then that's what they are. That's the, and that's just absolutely classic technique. It's not like it's, you know, that's like, that's Marxism 101. That's just the way it works. Yeah, absolutely. So I know there's still, aren't they still haggling over the uh, the latest amount of money that should be going to Ukraine? Aren't they still? Well, it's nothing's going to happen, dude. I mean, we've already shipped 120 billion over there. A million people, by all accounts, have died oh. uh, in the Ukraine. The average age of the fighting men in Ukraine right now is 42. 
42. I mean, they can't even get their young people to fight. They've all left the country. I mean, this is ridiculous. We're not sending them anymore. Hey, how about this? How about this for a number, guys? Zero, zero, because that's what you're going to get. McCarthy's, I mean, sorry, McCarthy. Speaker Johnson is holding the line. He better, because if he does not, if he capitulates Mm. on any, a nickel for Ukraine, he's finished. Motion to vacate. He's out. So we, we will definitely hold the line on Ukraine. These have to be individual appropriation bills, whether it's Taiwan, Israel, or, you know, Ukraine, if there's anything going there. But there's going to be nothing going there until we either shut down the border or shut down the government. Let me simplify it for people. Shut down the border or shut down the government. We have one leverage point, one, and that's it. We control the money that funds Border Patrol and the entire federal government. So unless the flow is stopped, we are shutting down the border. And hopefully Johnson will realize, just watching the momentum behind Trump now, that will give him the substance, like the power to hold them off. Like he should realize that now he has, you know, he's got the feeling of the American people behind him. Yeah, no, so definitely. he should he I think he, you know, as opposed to even a year ago, although no, he, he knows he knows he knows he's seeing yeah. the volume of he's seeing the tsunami of social media on this topic. I mean, Dave, I just pulled up a Breitbart story on this just now. Boston families furious as city kicks black children out of a community center to house. Mm. Guess what? Wait for it. Wait for it. Biden's illegal migrants. So 200 people are sleeping in this rec center that used to be used by uh, predominantly black and um, Latino uh, uh, folks in the Boston area. Some kids showed up for a basketball practice. Eh, sorry, dude, your bed's taken by somebody from Eritrea or in the North Congo. So, uh, yeah, so they're getting it. They're getting it. They are getting it. It's in their face. They are up in their grill. There's no pretending anymore. No, it's very yeah. They were. It's 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 funny how for for many many years they were trying to the whole uh, you know. Uh, uh, bringing people in and not you you don't have to worry about that but now it's so in your face on every street corner in america there's no hiding anymore and david, i think that's hope- david so in your face that <laughs> yeah. a number of jurisdictions including massachusetts massachusetts <laughs> excuse me michigan and new york right. have all asked their own residents to take illegals to take- into their <laughs> homes let me just repeat that for people because I, I don't know if this is getting through the mainstream or not and hopefully people share this show and whatever but the, the government officials of these three states, the governors themselves, have asked for regular folks just living in the neighborhoods in these three states to take in unvetted, unvaccinated, illegal. They have no idea who these people are, where they came from, where they're going. But come into your house, put down an air mattress, let them watch TV and give them a chicken dinner. That's it. That's no, where we're was, at. That's where, it was and they're not one, even apologizing. It's like right up there. It's right in your face. I love how it was the one uh, left-wing lady up there, I think probably Massachusetts, who had <laughs> some uh, Hispanic lady co- come in or something. Said, oh, it's wonderful. I, I, you know, um, you know, they're, they're refugees. Yeah. I invited them in. Now, she does my cooking and cleaning for me, right? <laughs> and I, as I, I, I was trying to, but I don't, I, don't pay, I don't pay her. So I'm trying to think, well, now, what other Great. Democrats uh, did that uh, back in the 1840s? Oh, yeah, yeah that yeah, was the slavery. Democrat slave. Yeah, that was slavery. Who, yeah. had, who, who had people that came in that they, they did their cooking and cleaning yes. and you didn't pay them? Oh, oh dude, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Connect the dots, dude, on that one. Yeah. I mean, look, that's why the Democrats are the party of slavery, the party of Jim Crow, and this mass importation of low-skilled, no-educated labor is nothing more than that. Another labor pool that's literally a third of the price or less 
of the folks that are currently in those lower and middle class jobs. And that's what they want. Right. So the big, big folks can make more money on the on the on the businesses. It's just unbelievable. My, my last story, international again. Um, yeah. We've talked about how many countries are going through the same thing we are. This is not new, especially Western Europe. So over there in Germany, they're trying to fight back because the left wing over there is just brutal. So the socialists, the Greens, the Free Democrats have organized a professional hate campaign against who? The AFD. So for those, it's hard to kind of figure out how European politics works. But the AFD, of course, if you're not in the far left, you're considered a right wing alternative party. Right. But they are rising. So everyone put this on your radar. The AFD alternative party in Germany is on the ascent. Okay, they've had it with the uh, with the uh, immigrants coming in from North Africa. They've had it with the high taxes and and the regulations. So it's a it's hellacious over there. What's going on? The farmers who are protesting are on the side of the AFD as well. So let's Mm. hope that they continue to do well and push back against the far left because they are vicious. uh, You think they're bad here? Oof. Oh, in Germany, they're nasty. Brutal over there. Dan, I got one more story to kind of finish us off today. A pet story, Dan. I know you, oh, you like pets. I like kind of pets, dogs, cats, fish, birds, whatever. All this. So this is like a pet story. I'm over here on Gateway Pundit. Headline, Joe Biden's dog commander bit Secret Service personnel in three different states at least 24 times. Now, we've seen the video of this. Uh, it's for people who don't know. This is Joe Biden's German shepherd. His name's Commander. Uh, the Secret Service personnel not only hate Joe Biden and Dr. Jill, but they hate his dog, okay? So oh. they, they, they they hate him all. And I know you're a dog lover, Dave, as was I at one point. Um, but the reality is this dog is dangerous. And here's my thesis. This dog is the same as the dog in Damien Omen 3. This dog is satanic. <laughs> and this dog just is, is basically channeling Satan and doesn't like people. And I'm sticking I'm- to it. I'm going to get uh, Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, on the phone right now. We got an emergency dog. Caesar, get on it. There'd be a lot of whispering going on if that's the case. Dude, great to see you this week. Folks, thanks for tuning into our show. We really appreciate it. As always, great to have you aboard for the Rant and Rave podcast. You'll find us out there everywhere. We're on every podcast platform of choice. Just go to www.rantandrave.us and you can select from your platform of choice or follow us and or follow us on social media. It's the same on every platform at Rant and Rave 1776. And Dave, as always, we will see you down the road on the right side.